right. Uh, say that into the mic so I can get a mic check. <laughs> no, because you're going to record it. When have I ever recorded anything that you've ever said? F you, Jared. Why are we both going through the same mic? What's going on here? You probably hooked something up wrong. Oh, no, I just don't know how to look at lights. Okay, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. I, I mean, I did rewire everything. <laughs> so we're going to disclaimer that John D's sick this time. Yes. Actually, that's really unusual because normally it's Usually me. it's Jared that's sick. Yeah. Um, I guess we can just do this now. Yep. Okay. Um, hey. We, we, oh, my God. My mic sounds so oh, weird. I don't have headphones on. By the way, if you get sick while you're traveling this week. Yeah. It's because you wouldn't skip it. No, I know. This. What over. the heck? My... My mic is so weird sounding because I don't have the thing on it. You know what we need? We need to have an emergency set up at my house so that I can record from my house for yeah. future times when we can't manage yeah. to get together. That's fine. Um, <clears throat> for like when you have no pants. Yeah. What? What is this? What? Let me. I've got and I bought this thing. Do you know how many times you told me yesterday that you didn't have any pants? Look in the trash can over there. Look in that trash can. I see that. It was just really see? funny because then like yesterday, Jeremy and I just kept answering for you constantly that Jared has no pants. Well, yeah, because I had to do laundry. It was just really funny because like when you weren't answering like for for like ever, Jeremy would be like, well, he can't answer you because he has no pants. That No, that's that's true. Actually, um, I was doing laundry like all day yesterday. I was also John D. Do not let your husband buy Stardew Valley on the switch. He already has it. Your life is over. Um, he's our, He plays it when he's supposed to be going to sleep at night. Yeah. And he stays up too late. Well, that's a one-player game, but we're going to talk about two-player games. See you in a second. Okay, so I got to figure out why my mic is so hot and yours is not. Probably because I'm sick and you don't have a thing. Uh, yeah, I don't have a filter. <laughs> I yeah. don't have a filter on my mic right now. It's right. fine. I can just, um, I'll just have to do, I mean, you know, I'm used to having to fix the audio. What if I just do it right now? What if that, that's not going to look any different? What did I think that would look different? I changed I the playback know. value. Okay, so. Um. Oh gosh. So yes, Jondi is deathly ill right now. She's actually dying. I wouldn't say deathly She's ill. She's got. What do you have? Herpacephalies. Um, I have the herpa plague. herpa. What is it called? I have the plague. Her herpetologist. Sure. It's when you uh, study turtles and reptiles. <laughs> you got that? <laughs> do you have that? Yes. Sure. So we're going to talk about two player games. I have a problem with one of the games on your list, but we'll get to that. You have a problem with one of the games on my list. I do. I do have a problem with one of the games on your list. Um, okay. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, all right. So we're going to talk about, um, I think this is a really poorly timed episode because people are going to be hanging out with family members. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this is really badly timed, but I is, really don't think we should be doing this episode right now. This is set for, <laughs> well, it, the problem is that we talked about it and then. I don't think it matters. We should have read. Well, probably, but. Here we are. And besides, I don't have a Thanksgiving theme game list. 
No. But are there Thanksgiving themes? I mean, I'm sure there are, but. No, but we could have done like. We could have done like key harvest. Games, and to, games you play with your family at the holidays. I don't know. We'll probably Didn't end up we doing do that? that. I thought we did that. We did party games. Oh, it was during 4th of July when I was like, here's all the games you can play with your family members that you don't want to talk to. Yeah. I well, feel like we'll be revisiting that again. I feel like we're going to be revisiting a lot of things. Uh, but stay tuned in the next few months for a surprise announcement from me that I've sort of talked to John D about. She's looking at me like she's never heard me talk before. Um, I have no You know idea. what I'm talking about. You just don't, don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what he's talking about. You just don't know what I'm talking about because you know. You do know what I'm talking about. You just... I'm being too secretive. John D, uh, all right. You told me that there's that you haven't played most of these games that are on the on my the list that I made. Um I haven't. Okay. Which I one? don't play a lot of two player games. Sure. Although a lot of these aren't necessarily just two player games, but I still haven't played a lot of these. Well, so the first 3 that I put <laughs> The first 3 that I put are not I've played two of the first 3. So, okay. we're good. You've we're played there. I know you've played Small World and Pandemic. I have. Yes. You've never played Stone Age? I have not. It's a worker placement game, which of course, why would you have you've never played? I've watched my nephews play my first Stone Age. That's very so. similar. And I think I think I put that in the library. I have a copy of that. Of my first Stone yeah, Age? Yeah, and I think I put it in the library. I bought it for my nephews and they love it. Um it's a different game than the regular version. It's similar. Well, I mean, it but, would be because it's my first Stone Age. Yeah. Like, Jer- my husband taught it to them, so... Oh, well, um, he can figure it out. <laughs> well, okay. I just killed Johnny. She's... Did you just accidentally swallow your cough drop? No. Okay. <laughs> no. It's just I went to laugh and I had to cough. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. So so Stone Age is a, is a worker placement game where obviously you... Maybe I shouldn't assume people know what the Stone Age is. You're a caveman. You're like the chieftain of a caveman village and you have to hunt and grow the village. You have to make new villagers. I don't know how you, I don't know how that, any of that works. You put two villagers in a hut together and somehow you get a third villager. I don't know. Um, I can tell you how that happens. Well, maybe when we're done recording, <laughs> you can show me some, uh, and infor- show you some diagrams. So, yeah. Well, some informational YouTube videos. Okay. Uh, that's the bad part of YouTube. Do you remember? Do you remember like 2005, 2006 era YouTube when it was just like SpongeBob videos that people had looped really terribly? <laughs> uh, very vaguely. That was that was the best time to be alive. Sure. <laughs> um, man, we are so way off. We're good. We're good. This is yeah. what people. This is why people listen. They <laughs> they just want to listen to this garbage. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> so yeah, the, that that's, I guess we were talking about Stone Age in yeah. some weird uh, roundabout way. Well, anyway, I like it. I think it's one of my mm, top ten worker placement games, which sounds and it's a good two player. It, it is. Plays well it, with two yeah, players. yeah. That's almost entirely the way that I've played it. So I mean, I was looking at a lot of two player games or games to play with your husband yeah, and wife, quote, quote unquote. And it was on. Games. It was on a lot yeah. of lists. Well, Pandemic's also a quote-unquote two-player game. It showed up on a lot of lists. But to actually play Pandemic two players, you have to have... I mean, it's like playing Flashpoint two players. Like It, it works, but you got to play multiple characters. Uh, I just like Pandemic a lot, so it's, that's why I put it on here. Fair enough. We've talked about Pandemic a whole lot, 
So I think everybody, everybody should know how I feel about pandemic at this point. Right. Right. They do. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. I think it's terrible. I think it's the worst. I think Matt Leacock is the worst board game designer. And I, I think he should just, he should, um, he should come over to my house and I'll give him a piece of my mind while we play through all of season one and two of pandemic legacy together. <laughs> okay. He'll have to justify all of his. No, I think pandemic's a great game. It's one of my favorites. What do you, what do you have on here? I think I've played or at least been in the room while all of these games have been played. Yeah. Cause I didn't play seven Ronin, but I read the rule book for you. That terrible preprint preprint rule book. It wasn't preprint. Yeah, that was the the first edition one with all the typos and stuff that he was like, oh, yeah, this is their our pre-production copy. Sorry for the typos. They're fixed in the one you're buying. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That's what he said. I don't know. I haven't seen your... Um, they aren't messed up in the copy I own. And like, because so. like the Ninja Stars were way too small and he was like, oh, yeah, oh. we fixed those for retail. Yeah, maybe so. You may be correct. Um, but anyway, enough about that. Yeah, skipping through my list there. <laughs> I guess we're going to talk about Seven Ronin. We now. sure can. Do you want me to move? How long is this? Um, so Seven Ronin is a samurai game that's very loosely based on the Seven Samurai story. Uh, very loosely based. Insofar as it has a lot of the characters, it does. But then that's all. <laughs> Um, but it's it's a really cool, it is strictly a two-player game. One person plays the samurai and one person plays the... Uh, the shogun? Yeah. The shogunate? Yeah. Um, I really like playing it and um, I bought it. I'm not really into the samurai theme, but Your husband, my husband likes the Kurosawa movies, right? He loves them. So um, when I saw it's... Uh, um, Gray Fox. Gray Fox yeah. makes it. So when I saw the game, I immediately was like, "Oh, if I like this game at all, um, I totally want to bring it home to my husband." And, and then you and Cat played it. Yeah, Cat and I played it. it, and both Cat and I were like, "Yeah, this game is pretty decent." So I brought it home, and my husband actually really likes it too. It's a programming style game, mm-hmm. and um, I stink at it, but <laughs> I haven't lost every game I've played, so I'm not like totally awful at it. So, yeah, I think it's really fun and it's it's kind of challenging because you're trying to figure out, you know, when you're programming, you're trying to figure out like what your opponent's going to be doing and you've got your own objective. So, yeah, it's definitely it's got a unique um, theme. So and it's it's the theme really fits. So, yeah, I really like the little ninja star. The ninja star meeples are super cool. Not everything is a meeple. Not every wooden bit is a meeple, though. Whatever. I'm calling them meeples. <laughs> that's that's fine. That's fine. I would have just called them the like, little bits. wooden ninja stars. Yes. Then. The yes. little wooden ninja stars are super cool. Yeah, I, I like them a lot. Uh, what did I do here? I, I guess we we talked about pandemic. Yes. Yes, gonna, we did. Gonna mark that off. So, small world is. I don't know. I like to refer to it as. It's like risk, but with elves, when people ask me what it is, it's, it's not. really not. Though. It's not at all. It's just, it's sort it's of a dudes a, on the map. It's a dudes on a map. It's a area control. Sometimes pick up and deliver depending on what you're. I mean, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. But one thing that it definitely is, is modular. 
Yeah. From two players to six players, it's balanced because there's different boards. It's not like, oh, we're playing this game with two players, but you can't go to this area, this area, this area. Like power grid, depending on how many players you have, there are certain areas of the map that are just like off limits. Right. And inevitably, usually me, someone will forget that you can't build in South America or Australia or that part of Europe or depending on the map you're playing. And then when someone's like, oh, crap, like three turns ago, you guys built on this area that we weren't supposed to build on because we forgot. So Small World has, I don't want to say infinite replayability because I don't think that's a thing, but a lot of replayability. And because you have different size maps, you can play it a two player game. Do you know what I love about Small World? The app. I haven't played the app. Oh, the app, the app is great. I love the packaging right out of the box for Small World. Oh, yeah. It doesn't work for me because I have all of it. Well, I mean, once you start having a lot of the expansions, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. when you first buy the game, the, the packaging that comes is with it's great. Cool. Yeah, and it'll hold, I think, one expansion without having to... Right. But, I mean, it makes it really easy to play your first game. Like, you know, you don't have to look for everything. And, you know, it's really... I love that the packaging's great. It's very well designed. Yeah, I, I I do like the insert that comes with it. Mine is now in jewelry boxes inside. And I believe uh, one of one of the companies out there makes Small World. Yeah, I want to say it's Daedalus. Probably it might be. Bro- I don't think it's Broken Token. I don't because if it was Broken Token, I think I probably would have bought it already. I really like Daedalus. I recently purchased a Daedalus um, insert for yeah for terraforming Mars. Terraforming Mars, yeah. and I really really like it. Well, we could just skip to that since we brought it up. Oops. Segway. Yeah. So Terraforming Mars. Um, yeah. Justify this one to me because I. I have played it. But the very first time I played it, I played it as a two player game. Okay. And I think it plays really well at two players. I just don't see it working. Now, I could be wrong. I've been wrong once or twice before in my life. I mean, I've played it at a full, what, five player game as well. And it takes a lot longer to yeah. play yeah. at five players. And I think it plays really well at five players as well. But, it, I mean, Jeremy and I played it at two players. And it, you know, we, we still beat the game. Um, and I think it played really well at two players. And um, I'm not going to actually complete my 10 by 10 in this year. Although I am going to continue it into the next year because I am determined to get my 10 plays in and i'm probably going to have to play terraforming mars several times just at home with my husband and i thought i thought it played pretty well with two players do you want to hear a secret Uh, i wasn't sure when i was going to tell you this the reason that i made you do a 10 by 10 i knew it was going to be uh, an exercise in futility there's only been one year that i've done a 10 by 10 successfully i i knew i knew we weren't going to get it completed well but that's not the point Lots of people actually comp- complete them. Yeah, but I knew we, <laughs> I knew I been, we wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, if you lived in like Philadelphia or something where there were different game groups meeting seven days a week right. and tons of opportunity. But the sad fact of it is there are tons and tons and tons of gamers here, but they're splintered and they play in their homes. Right. Or if I like made my husband play games with me more. Sure. But I don't. So. That's fair. I mean. Like when you were making the list, I was like, oh, she's not going to get that one played. She's not going to get that one played. I, I know for a fact that won't happen. That yeah. game isn't out yet, so I know she won't get that played. Well, you know what? I got a lot closer than you did on any of them. Well, I haven't updated mine. Uh, I, actually, my all of my Cosmic Encounters is done. That's all done. 
Seriously? Yeah, I play that with randos on Tabletop Simulator. Huh. That and Secret Hitler are the only two games that people ever want to play on Tabletop Simulator. I mean, that's not true, but like... (laughs) (laughs) Hyperbolizing here, those are the only games that anyone ever wants to play. Okay. And if I really wanted to sit down and do it, I could probably get people to play Sheriff too. But, oh my God. So... How would that be fun? It's not... It's not. I've pl- I played one game of Sheriff of Nottingham on there, and I was like, this sucks. I don't think Secret Hitler would be fun no. with randos oh God, no. on Tabletop it's not. Simulator It's terrible. The, the only part of those social deduction games that makes them good is for you to like look your friend in the eye and be like, <coughs> yep. <coughs> yep. Coughing, that's something that a fascist would do. Right. Yep. Did anyway. He, did he really give you not a choice, or what's, what's going on there? And if you're doing... A, and f- f- I'm getting real worked up here. The fact of the matter is that people play on tabletop simulator. A lot of times those people don't have mics and they're like, Oh, let's play secret Hitler. No mics required. Excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Okay. Do you think that that that's ha- what? Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> um, I think we are moving on to twilight struggle. Twilight struggle only a two player game. Now, I've never played that one. I thought it's a Cold War simulation game. I knew that. I thought about either putting Twilight Struggle <laughs> or A Few Acres of Snow or whatever the other one is that's the same game um, that I don't remember right now. I want to say it's Merchants of Venus. I know that's not right. I know what I know. I know what game Merchants of Venus is. I know that it's not that game, but it's something like it's something that sounds similar to that. Insofar as if you whispered that in a game of telephone. Or Chinese whispers, as we call it, <laughs> that you might get confused. What is that game called? Anyway, Twilight Struggle is a two-player game, Cold War simulator, where you have you have some dudes on a map, but that doesn't matter. It's all about political influence and the cards that you have. You can win that game in two turns. It's it's one of those games where if you play it a lot, it will become fun. But the first few times you play it, it's not fun at all. And I don't know if that makes it a good game or not, but it has a perfect 10 out of 10 on BGG or it used to. I don't know if it still does. I guess I can look. It still does. Oh, no, it has an 8.4. Oh, oh. I don't know that it ever had a perfect 10. I just know that it was the number one game. It's dropped to number four now. I remember it being up there but forever. I have forever. Never it. It's just never been on my radar of a game that I've even wanted to play. Um, it's one of those kind of games where if you like that kind of game, you're going to love it. If you don't already like that kind of game, there's nothing. Oh, it wasn't even a handful of stars. And ah. what Mythotopia? Uh, uh, is that the is this Martin the Martin Wallace game? It is the Martin Wallace game. Hey, <laughs> oh they, ha, huh, they all are Martin Wallace games. Of course they are. Um, but yeah, a few acres of snow is not at all the same game, but it's very similar, and it's the um, what the French Indian War. Instead okay. of the, is that what it's called? The French, when the 
British and the French. Anyway, I'm not going to pretend like the I French know. and Indian War. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend like I know American history. I went to public school. <laughs> yeah. That'll uh, <laughs> that'll teach you lots of stuff. <laughs> that'll make you all learned and stuff. Well, you know, I did go to college for. Anyway, let's. What else? What, what do you want to? Do you want to do this? This one. Um, which one? You can talk about that one right there. Can you see that? Can you see that? I've... I can. Uh, Morels. Yeah. I want to um, talk about that because my <clears throat> Kickstarter expansion came the other day. Mine did too. Did your pieces, did you order the extra pieces? Mm. Like the little 3D printed, like... Oh, those aren't 3D printed, John D. Are they not? Those are hand carved. Are they? Yes. Okay. Did you order those? Uh, yeah. Did yours come in a cassette tape? Yes, they did. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yes, they did. I was like, I I, I went to put them inside the bag that it came with, and uh-huh. I was like, this is a cassette tape yeah. case. Yeah. <laughs> and I got my cards to upgrade the first edition printing that I have to a second edition printing. Cards. Yeah. So the card backs, they couldn't match the card backs between this new expansion and the old, the previous one. Uh-huh. If you have the second edition printing, they'll match. If oh. you have the first edition printing, they will not match. Oh, I think I probably have that because I bought the game. You far almost later. certainly have the second yeah. edition printing. I picked up the first edition in a math trade. Oh yeah, I so. bought the game fairly recently. Did you get the little mushroom? The little, the little like it's like not little. It's like no, no, oh, no. That's real cool. I think I it's know. in that box. We can, you can no, I just one. got like the little carved like skillets and sticks and mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, Morels is a um Well, anyway. Yes. Morels is a mushroom hunting, like mushroom foraging game. It's a card game for two players only. Um I can't remember, does the expansion allow you to play it with more? I believe it does. Ah. Uh, I believe the expansion allows you to play it with more players, if I remember right. I don't Oh yeah, two to four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is exciting because it's a really fun game and it'll be nice to play it with more people. But uh, it's a mushroom foraging game that, you know, as you forage for the mushrooms, you also get to cook the mushrooms. So, um, and then the expansion, we were just talking about um, the Kickstarter for the expansion just delivered. Yes. So we were excited talking about our little pieces that we got. Got like hand carved like little skillets and foraging sticks and stuff. So, and if you missed that part, rewind three minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Morales is a really fun little game. Um, even if you only, if even if you don't have the expansion, it's a great two-player game. Um, the art is just really whimsical and fun, and uh, yeah, I would highly recommend it. And uh, it comes with a little cassette tape. Well, the new one Package. comes with a, the new the the expansion Kickstarter the Kickstarter uh, hand carved pieces come in a cassette tape case. Sure. I was like, huh, how interesting. We've talked about Jaipur before. Mostly, we you've have. talked about it. We have because I, I believe you said you hadn't played it. I think I've played it maybe once. It's a trading game mm-hmm. um, with, with camels. Well, there are camels in it. I mean, it takes place like it's like in the Middle East. It's in the cap. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Nothing. I mean, okay. I mean, it's a card game for two traders. Whoa, 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 whoa. Traders, not traitors. 
Um, so you're swapping. Yeah, I think last time we talked about this, you said you said traders, and I was like, no, Johnny, that was a previous episode we talked about hidden role games. Anyway, it's a card drafting, hand management, and set collection game. And it's really fun, but we've talked about it before. So moving on. Okay, sure. Have we talked about... I think we've talked about Hive before also, but let's, let's, Hive? It's Bug Chess? It's not Bug Chess. Bug but, Chess. Yeah, well, okay. So they're little hexagons, and each one of the different bugs has a different kind of movement, just like in Chess. I mean, it's not chess, but it's very... If you like chess and you like insects, maybe you would like Hive. But it's it's also two players. I mean, it looks cool. I haven't played it. I don't like bugs. Mm. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't like Hive. You should, you should try it out sometime. I don't know if you would like it or not. I don't like chess, but I like Onitama. Yeah. That, wait. Hold on, though. Onitama is just samurai chess. Kinda, yeah. I don't hate Onitama. I mean, wouldn't. It's not like my top pick of game to play. Again, it's another game I bought because I knew my husband would like it, yeah. and I knew it would get me out of ever having to play chess with him. Okay. Because he does like chess, and I don't believe we own a chess set anymore. Thank God. Um, you should get it and get. Okay, so Steve Jackson makes this thing. It's called like Wizard Chess or nightmare nightmare chess nightmare chess yes you've talked about nightmare chess before yeah it's it's got spell cards so you 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 play a game while you play chess i don't like chess that's fair but i'm just telling you but onitama i do like I, i like the variation of like the way that the cards like the moves that you can make change Mm -hmm. and the smaller amount of pieces um i think it's 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 both challenging and yet, I mean, there's less pieces that I have to worry about. And do you want to talk about a game that has a lot of pieces? Um, sure. <laughs> Since we're not going to talk about any time. Okay, anymore. fine, fine, fine. There was just my segue was there. Fine, yes, continue. Go on. ahead. No, you no. finish Onitama. Finish Samurai Chess. It, uh, whatever you ruined it. <laughs> Go on. Uh, War of the Ring. Never heard of it. It's dudes on a map, but it's Lord of the Rings. I, I suspected as yeah. much. So one player plays as the Fellowship and like the elves and the humans and the dwarves and stuff. The other guy plays as everything else, like the Nazguls and the the forces of Mordor and like I want to say Dusseldorf, but I know that's wrong. It sounds awful. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's so good. It's so good. So. The, the the but there's the, a million like pieces there are the free people's awful. player has two two paths to victory one path is to eradicate the bad guys the other path is to sneak the fellowship into mordor and destroy the ring which sounds really easy and i almost won but i left one of the cities unguarded and the evil player only has to control a few cities to win just like in real life it sounds awful no it's great it only takes like eight it's hours not, it's to play like a, oh my god it's so great it takes up like three tables yeah f that no it's good it's a really good game it's like a miniatures game um it's not i mean they're on the scale of like risk yeah like figures but no i mean the map is huge and there's tarot cards and all kinds of stuff pass and 
and there's some promos. You can get Treebeard. You know Treebeard? I, I know. I, and. Yeah, I hang out with them all the time. Well, the game still sounds awful to me. Oh, no. 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 No what? <laughs> no. Just no? No. Okay. Now what were you saying about it? <laughs> no, we're done with that now. Okay. Do you want to talk about... Uh, now, when you say most deck builders. Well, I mean, there's probably some that are better with more people. I don't know. But I would say I couldn't... I would say deck builders all are pretty good at two players. I, I would say that's fair. I mean, most of the Cerberus engine games, two players is fine. Legendary. Yeah. Uh, Consummate Goddess. Tonto. Uh-huh. Um, let, let's think of a deck builder that doesn't work. Um... I can't. Hmm. What, what's, I mean, Clank would work at two players, I would think. Yeah. Uh, man, maybe there's... Eaten by Zombies works at two. Um, there's got to be a deck builder out there that's like unplayable. Star Realms works at two. I mean, Ascension, you can play solo. Probably most deck Legendary, builders can play you can, solo. No, not all of them. There's a lot you can't play solo. Um, but I mean, there's so many deck builders. There's got to be, there's got to be some that are like absolutely does not work with less than three. I players. don't know. I think generally deck builders are built to play because deck builders are at their core. Uh, they were built They're to just kind engine of, building. Yeah. I mean, some have player interaction, some don't. But they, I mean, there's got to be. All right. Well, here, and they were built to appeal to CCG players. All right. Here's what I want you to do. If you're listening to this episode and you're screaming the name of a game right now, please tweet it to us because I'm legitimately curious about this. I know a lot of times I'm like, send your feedback to Ira Glass at NPR. No, this is real. I'm legitimately curious if there's a deck builder that does not work as. Uh, I don't think there is. There's got to be. There's got to be. Because generally deck builders were originally kind of conceived to appeal to CCG players. Yeah. Which would be two player games. Sure. So. I really think most of them, if not all of them, work at two players. A lot of them don't work as well at three and four. I mean, I don't know every single deck builder that's ever been made. I know a lot of the popular ones, and all the popular ones that I can think of right now work, at two players. work with two players. But there's got to be, there has to be. So yes, please tweet at us and um, let us know. I really would appreciate it a lot. Yep. And this is or tweet at us and say you're right. This is, I can't think of any either. This is not a prove John D wrong situation. This is legitimately. I'm just legitimately curious. Or prove me right. Um, I think even, yeah. I mean, I can't. I don't know. I think deck builders at their core are good two player games. Oh, well, I don't disagree with you. I just think that there's got to be one that's not. There might be. Um, I can't think of one. Okay. Well, that's Star fine. Trek. The deck building game is a really good two player one. Well, I, I mean, I just keep naming more two player ones. Yeah, you but. do. You do. <laughs> uh, the Penny Arcade, the the new the new Rick and Morty. Uh, Stop. What about Mr. Mr. Card Game? Mr. Mr. Card, Card Game. Game. I'll see if this is if this says like warning. Do not ever play this with two players. What is Mr. Card Mr. Game? Mr. Card Game, two to five players. Dang it. Mr. Card Game is a board game based on the video game and i'm using the term video game very loosely here kingdom of loathing 
it's a like point and click adventure game with like stick dudes. You can be a turtle mancer, which is what the character that I have is. Google it later. Okay. All right. I probably won't. That you probably won't. No, I probably right, won't. Well, fine. Um, well, then I guess Magic the Gathering or any other card game similar to Magic the Gathering is also right. uh, viable as two player, unless you're playing two headed giant, in which case, blah 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 you need blah four blah, players. Blah. I don't play Magic anymore. I never have. You've never, not even once. I have like a couple times, and it's not fun anymore. I didn't ever like it. Mm. Hmm. You know what game you did like though? And what is that? Uh, how much how much Star Trek Attack Wing do you have? Um, I have a lot of it. Yeah, I have a lot of the Star Wars X Wing. <laughs> I have way too much Star uh, Trek Attack Wing. I have up until maybe a year ago multiples of everything that they had released. Yeah, up until about a year ago, I have just about everything Star Trek Attack Wing that got released, including like the stuff that you could only get for participating in oh, like the ds9 and the board cube and stuff yeah. yeah you have the board cube i don't have the board cube because i didn't win john has the board cube he and does. i i told him that he should very <clears throat> carefully like there's it comes apart it comes apart it does not easily but you can you can in fact take it apart and there are people that have put leds inside of it yeah I know, really like diffuse leds so that the board cube looks oh my god it looks so amazing i know i know it looks so amazing Yep. But he won't do it because it's way too, way too expensive. It might not be now, but, um, but yeah, the, the, the Star Trek attack wing, Dungeons and Dragons attack wing, Star Wars X-Wing, Wings Wings of of Glory. Glory. There's another one. I don't know. All of those. All the flight path system games work as two player. Granted, they also work with more players, but they are designed primarily as a two player game. And, um, at some point, someone should, and I'm sure this exists, come up with a rule set that lets you play X-Wing versus Star Trek versus Dragons versus World War II biplanes. I'd play that once. Wow, that'd be super weird. It would just not be not be good. But I'd play that once. Um, the Star Wars and Star Trek people would not get along. Mm. They'd be like, uh, my, my shields are better than Jondi. your stupid lasers. Jondi. Shut up for a second. We both like Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah, I like both. So, but I think we can all agree that Stargate is the the best star. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, MGM Studios, if you are out of bankruptcy and would like to embark with me on a really, really amazing idea for a miniatures game. Well, you know, they're launching their own streaming service. They are, but that doesn't mean that MGM has money. That's true, but maybe they will if this goes well for them. Right. So MGM, in an alternate reality where this goes well for you and people don't just pirate your TV shows. Right. Get in contact with me at Ira Glass at <laughs> Right. So anyway, um, Patchwork. I haven't played that one. It's a quilt making game. Well, I, I I've played really another. Like I've, played, I've played Quilt Show. Yeah, it's different. Which I think came out around the same time that Patchwork did. Yeah, it's like A Bug's Life and Ants. Right. Or right. Armageddon and Deke Bimpact. Right. Or so Okay, I, I, get, I get the analogy. Uh, goats on a train and snakes on a plane. Wasn't that what it was? Goats on a... Um, what? I, I, I was right there with you on the analogies until that one. No, there was... So there was... 
and I think it's the same company that makes like Sharknado and Birdemic. There was wait, wait and what s- s- Sharknado? I got that and one. Birdemic. That one I've you not don't know heard. Birdemic? No. So they did that one before they did Sharknado, and they said it was supposed to be like haha funny cheesy parody movie. No, no, that they, they legitimately wanted to make a horror film, and it's just. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But there was... Birdemic. Yeah, there okay. was... Uh, God, snakes on a Plane. And something else came out at the same time. Okay. But I don't remember what it was. That All was right. like 10 years ago. But I get the analogy. Patchwork, yeah. quilt show. Yeah. Both quilt... Yeah, Bugs Life. Games. Whatever. <clears throat> so I haven't played... I have not played Patchwork. Um, quilt show is more than two players. I think you can play it at two players, but I've I've only played it with more than that. Patchwork is just two players, yes, correct? Yes, it's yes. only two players. It's a tile taking and placement game. As is patchwork. Or as is quilt show. Yeah. But they're different. Um I I want to say patchwork was like nominated for Spiel. I don't think it won. Board Game Geek will tell me. It's almost like we've been producing content and know how to have our information ready for us. Um, I don't see any kind of seal on here. Oh, here we go. Uh, it was in 2015. It was the special prize winner and Spiel recommended. So it did not win, but they were like, hey, this game's also really good. So there's that. I mean that's pretty good. I mean sh- to be even nominated for Spiel is yeah. Well, I don't up there. Yeah. I mean I don't have a game that's been nominated. You don't have a game, Jared. <sighs> I've got like six in that room. They will never see the light of day. I don't want to see what comes out of your mind. Oh brain. come on! <sighs> come on now. So I like that we have we have a a couple level ninety nine games on here. <laughs> because they make a lot of two-player games. Yeah. They really That's do. That's true. Uh, so it's Battlecon and Pixel Tactics. Yeah. So yeah. Battlecon is basically Street Fighter. The, the, I don't know. It's sort of like a deck builder. It's sort of not, though. Eh. I've only looked at it. I haven't actually played it. I've, I've looked at it, though. I really do fair. like Battlecon. In fact, I was I had an idea for a card-driven, like, beat 'em up style game, and then as soon as Balakon came out and I played it, I was like, "Oh, never mind. This is better than anything I could ever make." But you know, whatever. Um, and then pixel ta- blah, 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 blah. pixel tactics, which I believe you've played a lot more of than I have. Yes, um, I've only played the Mega Man um, version of it, but uh, I really like Pixel Tactics. And once I played the Mega Man version, I decided that I want to go back and get like all of Pixel Tactics because it's really a good game. And it's one that I think that my husband and I will play a lot. So D. Bradley Telford, if you... Or David B. Telford, depending on what game you've published and what credit you are. Anyway, if you want to um, send John D. a message about how 
Um, grateful you are that she played your game. Send it to Ira Glass at npr.org. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a great game. Um, we bought we bought all the Mega Man stuff because my husband, again, is super into Mega Man. And I'm always looking for ways to get him to play games with me when it's oh. just the two of us. Codenames Duet. I think we've talked a lot about how we feel about Codenames. But Duet specifically is a two-player version. We previewed it. And we loved it. And we played it like a thousand times. Which one? Codenames Duet. Oh, yes. We played that so much. And I still don't own it. And I need to. You should get it. Oh, wait a minute. No, I do own it. You picked it for yes, me at Gen I did. Con. I did. You're right. Yes. Yeah. The one I don't own is Disney Codenames. Oh, yeah. I need that one. Yeah. Um, well, maybe you should have gone to Barnes & Noble like two months before it came out and picked up the other one that was on the shelf. Um, I'll end up getting it. Yeah, eventually. probably. Probably. It's Codenames Pictures, but with Disney characters. Yeah. And same with the Marvel one. The Marvel ones also. I don't need the Marvel one. The Marvel one's weird because there's there's multiple paths of victory. So the bystander cards are the Infinity Gauntlet and the Infinity Gems. And if you get somehow, if you pick all the bystanders and get the Infinity Gauntlet and all the seven, I, I yeah, it's real weird. If you get all the stones and the gauntlet out, mm-hmm. you win. Yeah, I, I am I not know. interested in the Marvel one, but I do want the Disney one and I have duet. I don't have regular code names. Oh, you should probably get that. Yeah. My whole thing. Has I have been, the really cool daft concepts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, board yes for it i have Which we should talk about daft concepts. we should do you or someone no be serious someone you love want to get what is this oh crap where'd i where'd i put it john d where'd i put that box i found it daft concepts sent sent a i've got a special present here he was so so excited um like i he was so excited like it I was like christmas yet. i haven't even when I brought him the box that we got from Daft Concepts, it was like Christmas for Jared. He was so excited. He got some fart meeples. Are these testicles? What is this? <laughs> it's a garlic. It's a garlic. No, first of all, he got fart meeples. He got a um, so, um, my, my camel tin, up pyramid. My 10 by 10 board. Yeah. My 10 by 10 board, I lost the meeples somehow. Um, somehow, bringing it back from the, the store on international tabletop day when we had them on our live stream, somehow they got lost. Yep. So our friend Max made him new meeples that have farts on them. One, what? 1000 yen equals one points. Can't hear you very well. 1000 yen equals one point. So yeah, um, Max made him some new meeples that have farts on them. He also sent him the, uh, camel up pyramid that says Jared equals poop emoji. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so much in here. And now Jared is having Christmas time with his new toy from Daft Concepts that he's super excited about. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Jared, would you like to tell us about your toy? Yeah, uh, it's it's called Yakitori and it's all it's wood cut. Um, So Yakitori is like a, a shish kebab where you put different meats and vegetables on a stick and grill them um i mean that's not what it it, it literally means grilled bird <laughs> <laughs> he's been wanting this game from Gat daft concepts for like a long time 
so, so there's there's sticks and tiles in here and uh i i don't know how it works i haven't read the rules but i would assume you somehow purchase these tiles and place them on your stick and they have different point values and 1000 yen equals one point and he like has been really really wanting this game is this? is this a rondel what is this oh these are huge but yeah, this is cool. And you can get your own copy. You can go to Daft Concepts Etsy page and you can look at uh, the, all the cool stuff that they have, including yakitori. In Japan, yakitori is a street food where meat and or vegetables are skewered and cooked over a hibachi. And if you've been to a Japanese restaurant, you know what a hibachi is. I mean, that's not what it is, but it's close enough. Clever chefs use their skills and voice to lure customers in to partake in their meals. Be wary, though, as foods left unattended can quickly overcook or even burn. Only the most cunning chef will walk away with a fistful of yin. You can purchase a copy and you can get 10% off by using your Eat, Chit, and Dice uh, discount code. 10. Which is Eat, Chit, and Dice 10. Yes. Um, what was I? Oh, yeah. You like Versus to PCG? I do. I think it's a really fun game. Um, it is a uh, mostly a Marvel uh, superhero game. Yeah. I, Although they have introduced also Alien. Yeah, versus, it's it's all Marvel except for that. Predators. Except for Alien. Is it Alien? I thought it was Predators. No, it's not Predator. It's Alien. In the little box, little. Yes. Okay. It's well, Alien. Whatever. Here's the deal. I played the old verses and I really liked it, and then it got canceled. And the new verses, they're like, it's not compatible. So I was like, okay, well. Not I mean, it is, but it would be fun. It's a little wonky yeah. to play the two because the keywords are a little bit different. And yeah, um, I really like it. Um, I'm real. I'm I'm not great at building a deck though. So, well, we know some judges. Maybe they could give you some pointers on. I basically just go on BGG and build other people's and use other people's decks. Oh, okay. And then, but I really <sighs> like the game. I like I like playing the game. So, and I've demoed it a whole bunch, so. <laughs> uh, Agricola, all creatures big and small. This is the two-player version of Agricola, where you just do the animal part. You don't do the farm part. Like, you don't do the cards and have to worry about feeding your dudes. You just you just farm animals. I've never played Agricola. Uh, Agricola is pretty good. It's, I would consider, a, a fairly heavy worker placement style game. Um, it's not exactly a worker placement though, but it's pretty close. I think if you played it and was, you were like, Oh, this is the only worker placement game that I've played. I'd be like, yeah, fine. Um, it, it just has some card drafting and stuff like that as well. And additionally this month or next month, they are releasing some, uh, whiz kids painted miniatures to replace the little wooden discs in Agricola. Hmm. They're like $25 for a set. Jeez. Yeah. 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 Well, and the, the kicker here is that, Oh, but they come with, they come with new cards. That's, that's the, <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. But in all creatures, big and small, you're just doing animals. Not, well, uh -huh. <laughs> not, <laughs> You're not do you're not doing animals. This is a Catan. 
<laughs> uh, okay. Uh, it's just, it's just it's for two players, and it's focused only on the animal raising part of the game. Okay, so much, you don't much have to worry about the, phrasing. Yeah, you don't have to worry about growing vegetables or rotating crops or any of that crap. It's just animals. Okay, doing animals. Yep, I got wood for sheep. <laughs> Who wants wood for sheep? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so pagoda. Yeah, that's the AEG two-player. Like, I mean, you build, you're mm-hmm. building. You're building pagodas. Right. And yeah, when I saw that you put that, I was like, oh, the that's didn't AEG make that? Yeah. And then yeah, apparently yes. Um, I think it's really fun and. Well, they didn't make it. Pegasus. Pegasus Spiel made it, but AEG published it in right, right in North America. Um, I really like it. I think it's a fun little little game. I like building up the the pagodas. Now, now it, it's not a dexterity game, right? No. Okay, but no. You, I mean there is stacking, but it's not. Dexterity. There is stacking, but it's not it's not dexterity at all because the stacking just happens. You're like needing. It's like a matching. Okay cards so if i accidentally knock my tower over i can rebuild it yes yeah it has nothing to do with dexterity at all cool so it's all about completing um the different floors of the pagoda um to get points yeah because okay so yeah yeah because you got to collect like it's hand management you gotta you're collecting the cards and then you play the cards to trade them in it's like a two-player version of Ticket to Ride, except instead of trains, you're building Pagoda Towers. Kinda, yeah. Okay. That's, that's kind of a good assessment. I mean, it, I haven't played this game since it came out, so I could be saying some things that are very incorrect. I mean... But that's what I remember. That's a very... I mean, it's not exactly that, but I mean... Well, right, say that's but a if somebody asked, can you, what can you tell me about this game, and you said that... I mean, if you're trying to compare it to something that somebody would be familiar with, I'd say that's fair. Okay, okay. Well, there you go then. Um, I like that you put Crokinole. It's a good two-player game. Like you're going to give me an excuse to talk about Crokinole. <laughs> oh, also, you know what's a really good two-player game? Loop and Louie. Oh my god! <laughs> it is not a two-player game. It's actually a three-player game. No, no, Loop and Chewy is a three-player game. Oh. Loop and Louie is the one that's a four-player game. Oh, so it's not a two-player game. Uh, then. If two players man two of the paddles each, then it is. Whatever. You don't get to talk about Loop and Louie. Then you don't get Shut to up. talk about Crokinole. Whatever. Crokinole is a two-player <laughs> game. Crokinole is a two-player game, yeah. Crokinole is a two-player game. Um, actually, you know what? I've never looked at this. I've never looked um, I've never looked on BoardGameGeek at Crokinole and looked at the designer. There's a thing called three-player Crokinole and a thing called five-hole Crokinole. That's not Crokinole. That's just Carom on a round board. Five hole, cro- come on! Five hole crokinole was played on a specially drilled board, and was popular in Canada in the late 1800s. Uh huh. Come on. Anyway, crokinole's a really good two-player game, two-player dexterity game. Um, of course, you need a crokinole board. You do, but to play any of these games, you have to buy this game. Well, that's true. To play Agricola. 
you have to buy it. Well, that's true, but crokinole is a little bit more of an investment. Sure. Than like Agricola would be. Well, Agricola, big creature, uh, uh, all creatures big and small, is currently out of print and is demanding prices exceeding $100. Oh, well, then so that's in that case, about the same. <laughs> I would say of the two, crokinole is a better investment. Uh, honestly, I would agree with you only because $100 for Agricola, all creatures big and small, is a ripoff. But I wouldn't pay more than like $25 for that but game. Crokinole, on the other hand, is that's a much better investment. Anyway, crokinole is great. If you've never played crokinole, what I would like for you to do is go to our YouTube channel and watch us play crokinole. Um, we do play it slightly wrong. I think we determined later that we messed up a rule. Yeah, so here's the deal, right? There's so many different variations on rules for Crokinole. It's really hard to say that you're playing it wrong. But That's on, true. But on that video, we did do something wrong. We did. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not like we're professional no. Crokinole players or anything. No. But it's a super fun game. And I... I mean, anytime you play it, if you play it in public, you're going to get people wanting to play it with you. Okay. What do you have for a recipe for us, John D? Um, well, since it's Thanksgiving, I... Um, Full-on turkey recipe. No. No, 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 no. Well, if you're listening, if you want to hear John D's turkey recipe, uh, you should have started thawing your chicken out last week. Um, turkey or chicken? Yep. Well, I, whatever I said. <laughs> no. What so, did I say? Did I say thaw your chicken or chicken recipe? You said turkey recipe and yeah. then thaw your chicken. Well, obviously you're making a turducken. So <laughs> thaw, thaw that chicken out. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I I am doing a recipe or I'm sharing a recipe for what's called cornbread casserole. It is a it's kind of like if corn cornbread and corn pudding had a baby. A very tasty baby. Yeah, it's a very tasty baby. So now when you say pudding, have you ever had corn pudding? It's like a really popular. Have you ever been to England? They don't know what pudding is. No. They when they don't. say pudding, they're like, look, we found some old bread and we poured expired milk on it. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's kind of what corn pudding is. But so cornbread casserole is like a mixture of their idea. of, But it's cornbread casserole is really good. And I love it. And so I decided it, it's really, really easy to make. It just uses like Jiffy corn mu muffin mix and it, it's so easy to make. So I just shared the recipe. It's really easy. It's great to take if you just need to make take make and take a side dish to a Thanksgiving gathering or if you're getting together with your friends for what a lot of people refer to as games giving. Um, it's a great side dish to take for that. Thanks gaming. Thanks gaming. That, thanks. Thanks gaming. That's it. Um. Oh, you can call it the other thing too. I mean, I'm not your dad. Whatever. Um, if you're going, if any kind of any kind of um, gathering during the holidays or whatever, it's it's a great side dish to make because it's really easy, and most people really like it unless they hate corn or cornbread or whatever. So it's tasty. So yeah, that's my recipe that I'm sharing. Cool. Well, uh, as you know, you can view that recipe recipe on our website. Uh, look at it in the episode notes. Okay. All right. So here's the deal. This game is not super cheap. It's in British money. So, you know, keep that in mind. But there's this game called... So then shipping's expensive well, too. Well, I don't know. Actually, 
It says shipping charge after campaigns. See shipping section for full uh, details. But there's a game called Museum Rush. And it actually looks really cool. It's almost everything that I've ever wanted in a museum heist board game, which is not something that I knew that I wanted, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) But when I saw this, there's like legitimately two or three museum heist board games on Kickstarter right now. And I don't know why it's a, it's a bug's life and ants all over again. And they're doing some weird stuff with this Kickstarter campaign and not weird, like shady, but like the stretch goal for 28,000 pounds is they're going to put spot. I assume it's spot UV on the board, mm-hmm. um, but it says varnish. Oh, I'm sorry on the box. I assume they mean spot UV, but I I don't know. I don't know. They have different words for different things. Different things mean different things in different places. Mm -hmm. Like when they say boot, they don't mean your shoe. They mean the trunk. Yeah. And when they say fanny, yeah. uh, I'll I'll let you guys look. I'm really pushing the boundaries here. Um, Anyway, it's called Museum Rush. It's it's like Mm, it's 50 pounds, so not weight. That's money. GBP. So it's like $65. So maybe, I mean, at least look at it, but it, it's on the more expensive side. It does come with a bunch of little miniatures, which are Ugh. which are cool. Not like, it's not a miniatures game. It's just like player pawn. Like the So we all know how John D feels about miniatures games. The player pawns in Tokaido. How do you feel about those? If you got the Tokaido Deluxe Edition that comes with player pawns. I do have the Deluxe Edition. And do you know how Ugh. many times I've played it? Mm, zero times. Zero times. Yeah, well, Tokaido doesn't hit the table very much. It's a very beautiful game, but it's just... Well, I opened it and I saw like the gazillion things yeah. and like all the directions and like there were all the expansions and I didn't yes. know how to play the game at all. And I was like, nope. too complicated unless i have somebody that knows how to play the game and can teach me okay well anyway this is a museum heist game so you've got some thief miniatures and then you'll have some museum guard miniatures and um the miniatures are really like cute yeah it it, it is pretty cool so it comes with the built-in inspansion which is the word that i'm gonna start using now inspansion Inspansion. i like i like like that term it adds um an egyptian exhibit so it comes with some mummy miniatures, and I think the mummy miniatures just replace the guard miniatures for that scenario. I think. But it, I mean, it seems like a really cool game. Are you going to back it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, I like the guard miniature. I, I mean, th- I know it's really cute and he's, doofy he's looking. Like, yeah, he reminds me of like a cartoon. Honestly, I think that. The, the art style reminds me of like Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. If they were animated instead of yeah. clay. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I can totally see that. But yeah, we'll have a link. Check it out. Uh, the next one is a game that I looked at at Gen Con and I was like, oh, this is really cool. The issue is I'm not sure how fun it is. When I demoed it, I was like, this is really cool. I, I like this. This is this is really interesting. It's a game about climbing a mountain and having to like make honestly pretty important decisions as far as in the game about like footholds and handholds and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
or your dude falls. But the cool thing is it comes with these mountain pieces that you make into a 3d mountain. So it like folds into a triangle for your mountain and it has holes in it. And those are like your handholds and stuff. And you have to successfully navigate up there. Uh, I just, I'm honestly not a hundred percent sure that it's fun. I liked but when I demoed it. it. Well, I haven't yet. So when I was demoing it, I was like, this is actually really cool. I really liked the idea of this. This is really neat. But you know, as the months have passed, since we're past Gen Con, I'm not in the moment. I'm like, was that fun? Or was I just really blown away by the components? Hmm. But we'll leave that for you to decide. I'll put a link down below. I'm really on the fence about it. I might do that thing where I mark it for saved. And then if I forget that it's ending, that when the like 24 hour email comes, if I, you know, if it's, if I'm somewhere, if I'm out somewhere and I don't see the email, I'm not going to be upset if I miss it. Right. The last Kickstarter that I have for you, uh, and full disclosure, I am backer number one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course you are. It's the Ogre Miniatures set two. From, oh. <laughs> it's from Steve Jackson Game. From Steve Jackson Games. Um. Okay. So... Back in 1977, Steve Jackson, before before making Munchkin, put out this Future Tanks war game called Ogre. And it wasn't anything special, just little cardboard squares. Um, for those of you that can't see, I'm giving Jared a really bored Yeah, look. Johnny's actually, I wasn't sure if she was dying, if she had died and was slumping over, like Weekend at Bernie <laughs> style. I was going to have to, I was going to have to take her to the bank. Um, so set one was delivered. It has all of the stuff that you need to actually play a main normal game. Set two comes with all the cool stuff. Jared always already has like so much ogre stuff that it's ridiculous. Yeah. And nobody will play it with it. No one ever, <laughs> no one ever wants to play. No one ever so wants to play. So now he's buying more. Yeah. And still nobody will play this game with him. Uh, if I put it on my 10 by 10 for next year, you'll have to play it. Um, yeah, because everybody played the games that were on our 10 by 10s this year. Yep. Yeah, that worked Actually, out. Actually, well Ogre was us. on my like 2015 10 by 10. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, no real talk. This, if you missed the first set, there's no reason to even look at the second set. They've got like, did you miss the first set? Go to our website and order it. I would have liked for them to be like, hey, as an optional buy. You can get set one. I mean, I already have all of set one. But uh, I don't of course know. you do. And because I, I you was have so much ogre stuff, but nobody will play the game. I with was you. the very first backer to this campaign, are. which I think is really funny. God. Uh, you have a problem, sir. Well, you know, maybe, but <laughs> you know, sometimes some crimes go slipping through the cracks. Mm-hmm. But these two gumshoes go. Um, for a base pledge of $40, you can get a set of ogre set two miniatures, which doesn't do you any good without the set one miniatures. So, okay. Well, oh, actually it looks like they might've, they added a pledge level so you can get some stuff from set one, but not all of it. Uh, no, 
No, not all of it. No. Actually, never mind. I lied. It's just the same stuff, but in different colors. Mm. Well. I'm so excited. Well. You will be. Okay. Well, that's all I've got. Johnny, do you have anything? I don't. I haven't even looked at Kickstarter lately, except for um, I was bummed that I missed the Konsume Goddess. Did you miss Roots also? Root? Roots? Whatever? I just um, have not had money to spend because we had to buy a new TV. Oh, yeah, because your TV just exploded and fell off the wall. I mean, it didn't explode. Well, in the movie version, it'll explode yeah. and explode and fall off the wall. <laughs> um, like really comically, like a like yeah. a, just a puff of smoke. and then Yeah, totally. Falls. Like in the movie version of my life. That's what'll happen. Yeah. But in real life, it just quit working. Yeah. So we had to buy a new TV. Well, that that TV is, you don't even know how old. I'm going to guess. Probably like, 10 or 15 years old. Probably at least 10. I mean, it was plasma screen. Yeah, it's like a first generation plasma. Yeah. Maybe second. Probably second. But I, I mean, mean, it's not. It still had a, a really great TV. picture because it was plasma. Right. But yeah, so we had to buy a new TV. And I wouldn't settle for anything smaller than a 50 inch, so. <sighs> So you got a 70 inch. <laughs> yeah, you know it. No, we actually got a really good deal on an LG um, 49 inch TV. Not a sponsor. So. Yeah, not a sponsor. Wait, 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 wait. I wait. know. Wait, 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 wait. You just tried to slip that in there. I know. Hold on a second. I know. Repeat. Repeat what you just said. Yeah, we got a 49 inch. I wouldn't accept anything less than 50 inches. Yep. <laughs> I did not want. I wanted a 55 inch. Yeah. But my husband convinced me that the 55 inches that we could afford were all crappy brands. Well, he doesn't know what he's talking about. That's not true. He, he does. He does. He know. really does yeah, know what he's he talking about. Because all he does all day at work is look, look at, at stuff. This stuff. <laughs> yeah. So um, he convinced me that all the 55 inches we could afford were crappy brands. But then he's this LG right. was on sale. Just for this day that we were looking, and it was $150 off, and it was an LG, so it was a really good TV, so we bought is it, it. Is it 4K? It is 4K. Dang. So we well, bought it. All right. Well, with that in mind, remember, um, John D is making turducken. Yeah, apparently I'm making uh, turducken, so, which is turkey with chicken and duck. Yeah, shoved inside of it. Yep. It's, it's a, a full turkey. Yeah. That you take a turkey, you shove like a, a, a duck, duck inside of it, butt. or a, do you wait? It's a turkey with a duck inside of it, with a chicken inside of the duck. Okay, so it's like a like a Cornish hen then, because you can't get a full size chicken inside of a duck. I think you probably can. Ducks aren't that big. You might be able to get a duck inside of a full size chicken. First of all, how is this even possible? I don't know. I've never made a turkey. Look it up. Well, you you look it up. You're going to make one. All right, fine. I'm looking it up right now. All right. And until next time. You can eat chit and dice. All right. Bye-bye. Eat Chit and Dice is a production of Swin Media and is distributed under a Creative Commons license. Attribution, non-commercial, share alike, 4.0 international. It's a deboned chicken stuffed into a, de- a deboned duck, further stuffed into a deboned turkey. That can't taste good, though. Like, duck...
chicken's good. I don't know. The turkey really, is but good. But if they're deboned, I can see how they fit inside of each other. Yeah, because you're just smooshing. <laughs> they're just like, you smush them all up. It's like, all right, I took, I took some chicken salad. I put it inside of some <laughs> duck salad. And then I put that inside a turkey salad. But and then is, I wrap that in lettuce. It is also known as a three-bird roast. Yeah, well, you know what? This is why people in other countries think that we're stupid and fat. Because <laughs> we do stuff like this. Actually, um, they're really popular in the United States and Canada. Did, so not helping. Whatever. I would try a turducken. Oh, my God. I wouldn't cook it. But if somebody said, hey, I made turducken. Do you want to try it? I'd be like. But that isn't. That, I mean, I like turkey. I like chicken. And I like duck. So why not? I'd try it. I can think of about 16,000 calories of why not. Also, did you know that one <laughs> calorie equals 1,000 calories? What? Yeah. Okay. One calorie equals a thousand calories. Okay. So we don't use kilocalories. We just use big C calories. Okay. With that, I'm going to go ahead and uh, be done now. Yeah, I got some Stardew Valley I got to play. Okay. All right, cool.